0: Well, hello ladies. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the People's Divide podcast. Before we get started,
1: me and Annie have some amazing news we want to say. Yay! We want to say a massive thank you to our listeners. Yeah. We have reached number one in 10 countries. Yay! <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> uh, we just want to say to our listeners, please follow us on our socials at thepod_dxb. Um, and just share the love, and we just want to thank you. So yes, thank ladies. You. No thank you. About,
0: start this. Oh, but we need to put the limelight back on you, ladies. Um, the Women Who Thrive, which is absolutely amazing. For people who do not know Women Who Thrive, they are a community, and they focus on empowering women and helping women and raising awareness about wellness, and you've just got a big tribe. You really have? It's insane.
2: Literally, because we're all about making connections. Yeah. So it's like, once you connect with one person, then you start connecting with another person, another person, and it just literally
1: expands. And Dubai is so small that you end up kind of knowing so many different people, yeah. isn't it? And then... you. You meet one person and then you kind of open to one. So it's Chasha and Sue. Chasa. Chasa, sorry. Yeah, and Sue. Yes. Um who make up women who thrived. So um Sue, do you want to start by telling us like why how it all came about or both of you tell Sue,
2: us. Sue Sue needs to tell us too because I can tell the story, but she just heard the bell You moan at me every time I tell the story. I don't <laughs> At every event Sue will take a nice chunk of time. <laughs> I always know one, but I will explain. I'll try and keep it, With all, it but yeah, because you're passionate. So I am yeah. passionate about so it. Let the people know. And so and I, we never woke up one. We didn't wake up one morning and say, oh, my God, we need to start a women's empowerment network platform. That was never on the agenda at all. It started very organically. Achasa and I pre-COVID had started an events company um, and then obviously COVID hit. So events obviously went out the window for everyone. Um, And then as we were coming out of COVID, we were like, okay, so I turned around to Chester, I said, we need to start building content. We need to start building like the business back up because we're coming out of COVID. We need to be one step ahead. I said, all our friends have started a side hustle during COVID. Like everyone and anyone, their mum, their nan, their auntie, everyone started a side hustle and kind of got passionate about something during COVID because we had the time. And I said, it's so funny that we all go out, and we ask each other how we are, how everything's going. And the answer, the immediate answer and the immediate answer is, yeah, I had a I yeah, I sweat. I had it day, but you know, I'm good. It's fine. And we just move on. We never kind of delve in to, oh, why? What happened? What's wrong? Um, and myself and a few girls, we went out and uh, for a coffee meetup. And for the first time, two of the girls delved in a bit deeper and realized that, the same thing one was going through the other was going through and they were able to like give each other a bit of advice and I was like right we need to do more of this so I said to Chess I was like you know what we're going to invite all our friends and their friends over to my house and we're going to have a women's business women's dinner um and she was like okay fine and I was like in that way we can decorate it and put balloons and we can use it as a like a corporate kind of content making and we can use that for our business that's what it was for it was literally (laughs) to create content and bring us business ladies together to just talk about what we're doing and how how we can help each how we can help each other so we did all of that we brought i invited everyone we had during covid we had like 20 25 ladies turn up at my house some i knew some were acquaintances I'm, I'm really cheesy I made everyone kind of sit in a circle of trust and like go around and say who they are and what they're doing go the way we had planned no but it went really really it went well. well it went yeah. better by the end of the night everyone came up to us and were like didn't realize how much I need I we needed this I had a friend who I spoke about it yesterday with who turned up and she was new in Dubai and she said that she left and she was so overwhelmed with all the conversations and all the people she met she cried because she was so happy with how the evening went and how it touched her because of the conversations that were had that evening every woman in that circle opened up yeah everyone was vulnerable and just said what they were feeling what they were thinking what they wanted to do in their business we did actually have a couple of women who were teachers yeah um and and not even just teachers so a couple of women who weren't necessarily starting a business but were there to be open-minded I guess and who were kind of so say happy in their roles and their jobs but actually now and I don't want to say it started from that conversation but I'd say we plant like not us but the conversations planted a seed and these people who weren't necessarily thinking about doing other things have now progressed in their careers and started Things on the side, you know, and actually thought deeper about what they want in in this life. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of the women there. They're like, I like what I do, but I feel like, what's next? Mm. And from that conversation, they from the that evening, they were able to take the next step and find the confidence. So everyone came up to us at the end. They were like, oh, so because it was on a weeknight, um, we had to cut it short. We were nowhere near finished. And everyone was like, oh, we've got to go because it's like eleven p.m. Got work the next morning. And I mean everyone was like we need more we want this again we need to do this again because this was fantastic so Chassa and I sat down on the sofa after and we just looked at each other and we're like plan the next one plan the next one we need to do another one everyone loved it so much so then we did another event and this time we invited Kirsty from that Dubai girl to come in because at that point she'd well she's still absolutely smashing it but at that point she, that she Dubai girl them, I think. she was still teaching then and that Dubai girl was just doing so well so we were like right From a business point of view, come and talk about your experience. And then, because at first, we were just more focused on entrepreneurial. We were going down that niche. Yeah. Um, Because like I said, we didn't plan this. We didn't know what we we, It's not like we sat down and did a business plan or said, okay, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. For the first year, we were just like, (laughs) Like a week before an event, we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Okay, that's it.
0: Yeah, that works. That's what people want. Let's do it. And it was literally, the first year was just, it sounds so organic. That's what I love about it. It just slotted into place. And especially because it was during COVID or coming out of COVID, I find as a woman, like, we had so much emotion going through and really, like, we had time to stop and think because Dubai is so fast-paced. And you really were like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And nobody does kind of, like, click into play. And it's like, and also I find where not even, like, hearing advice but hearing yourself out loud you actually answer so many questions so going somewhere where you can talk and someone to listen to you can just make a world of difference and I love that everything just slotted into place obviously a lot of hard work behind it (laughs) It just kind of slots and
2: even when we get stressed we're like it's okay because we know it's going to work out like we've been doing this for like basically two years now Mm. so it's like it just always slots we work hard enough to make sure that the slot will fit when it's supposed to fit and we're learning we were still learning and we're now i think um i said this to and i said this to our marketing um lady as well i said you know the first year was just organic just doing whatever just throwing paint on the wall yeah, this. And seeing what <laughs> <up>. yeah. <laughs> last year was fine last year was a learning curve learning everything and really finding where we fit in and what we need to do to help others and I think this year we're much more focused, and we know the direction we're going in, and what we want to get out of it, and what we want to do for for people, for women in Dubai. So, hundred percent, it's you enough.
1: girls are so like you've got such a beautiful soul, like giving back, and just I Thank think you, yeah, you just I don't know, like that is just giving so much to women, and actually the amount of people that want to do these things or like go to these events. And they're a bit nervous or they're kind of thinking oh I don't know what to expect from it and you're just kind of creating this environment that people can just be themselves and bring whatever they want to it. 100% we have people
2: at the last event we had recently there was one woman who was 24 and another woman who was like 42 you know so we have people from all ethnicities like Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. people like oh what's your kind of niche like what's your target market and we're like we're doing, Woman. yeah. <laughs> we we do. We're going against the grain. Everyone, yeah. everyone who's given us advice, they're like, "You need a niche. You need this." And we're like, "But no, we, we don't want. We to. are the niche. We yeah. are the niche. Yeah, we don't want to exclude. Like, there's an age gap between a Chasser and I. Um, for is it ten years? Ten years age gap between myself and a Chasser Like, we're grown up in different kind of eras and we still like the same things and can do the same thing so why do we need to have like an age gap between it why do we need to have why does it need to be a certain kind of community it's open to everyone in dubai as well there's quite a lot of female orientated communities as well so it's nice to like come bring everyone together but like they all have their kind of different niches which is fine and it's great for if if i want to like delve into entrepreneurship you have that one if you want to go and moan about your boyfriend you have to moan about it or sell something you know there's all those different communities which is great but for us it's like picking those people from all those communities and bringing them together in certain elements so that's why it's like we have these different events for different things because if you're interested in beauty you come to our beauty event and then you can meet all kinds of different people and learn from different people from different backgrounds because you're all interested in the same topic, you know? So you've already got something to talk about with someone. Yeah. And I think the thing about us as well, for me, what was really important was I'm the, I'm confident. So I can stand up in front of a crowd of, and that's because of my corporate lifestyle. I've been, I've had to present and I've had to stand up in front of suits and talk about things I don't understand. and I'm faking faking shall I make it many a times, And I'm good at that. I can do it. We
0: all
2: been there. yeah, we've all been there. and I can do that. And the corporate world taught me that very well. Put me in a room. and I've been in Dubai for eight years, and for me, I, and because I feel like I'm a bit older, it's been hard to kind of find my tribe and my friendship groups and people come and go. I've been to so many different networking events. And I'm the kind of person put me in a room full of, different people I haven't got that confidence just to walk up to you and say hi my name's Sue what do you do what do you like I haven't got that I'm the person who comes in and feels overwhelmed and will get my phone out and pretend that I'm doing something really important on my phone that I can't interact with anyone. Really? Yeah, I'm that. that's me. Yeah, I, I get shocked at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, because I'm not so people. welcoming. And, and
2: yeah, but when you put me in a room and I've got to go and make that first move of talking and networking, I'm the one, if there's too many people, I'm like, oh, so weird. But I think I spoke to someone who felt, who I've never really looked into why I feel like that, but I spoke to someone recently who said that they feel the same and they spoke to someone professional about it and apparently it's control when you're on the stage everyone has to listen to you well they basically have to listen to you or they can walk out but they have to listen to you so you kind of feel com- confident that that you're presenting something you know what you're talking about so you've just got that confidence you have you'd have the purpose of being there and then but talking one to one it just or going up to someone it's like it, you just you don't, don't have a control, control and you don't know what's going to happen so which makes sense um but yeah so we cuz I basically the reason I sent this is because with our with our sessions, we keep them quite small, so we cap them at like 25, 25 to 30 people for every event to make sure that everyone feels welcome, everyone has a voice, everyone is, feels Comfort- like they're comfortable. Mm. And we keep our events interactive as well, so it's not just someone talking at you and then leaving you to do whatever you want to do. It's actually very interactive. Mm-hmm. We get the talks, people, the speakers to interact with people, making sure that everyone feels like they're part of something. A lot of our events, people leave and say, I felt like I was on the sofa yeah. with a few friends and having a conversation. And
1: So for our listeners that haven't ever been to an event, like what kind of events the Women Who Thrive do? Obviously, we'll talk about the huge event with the award ceremony, but let's, yeah, tell us the we've other ones. so
2: many. So we've done stuff about like financial literacy and, and wellness. So understanding your relationship with money, not just like, these are stocks and this is how you invest. I don't know anything like that. <laughs> but it's like, It's it's so like, we had a a wonderful woman, Helen Morris, and she does a lot about your relationship with money. Once you understand your relationship with money, you can then understand how to start investing your money and stuff like that. So more of a holistic look at your finances. And we've done stuff about beauty. So we did a beauty, Botox and Bubbles event where... We were talking about um, nutrition, but like to help your skin and your hair, but also talking about Botox and the safety measures—not just getting someone to inject you on their sofa, you know, like and actually the different ways that you can tell. That is a good point. Yeah, course. exactly. And then we had another a skin specialist there. So our events are very well-rounded when we do different things. It's not just like this is a beauty event and this is how you put on some makeup, you know, like there's lots of different things that come into it. Um, we look so at the eight it, pillars of wellness. Mm. So it's not just about oh wellness. You need to go to a spa and have a day off wellness has eight different pillars or seven different pillars depending on which kind of wellness you're looking at and it's mental wellness nutritional wellness social wellness and we try to delve into each pillar by picking and each pillar has different um streams if you want to say and it's picking them and getting a specialist to come in to educate us and give us tips that we can implement into our everyday life like straight away, straight like, straight away. Yeah, like straight away with ease to make ourselves feel better give us that push that we need whatever it may be um and it's just making sure that everyone's learning something it's not just about coming and meeting someone it's about networking but also leaving empowered and feeling that you've taken something away that you can implement to your life to make it better stronger happier whatever it may be so it just depends there's always like two sides to our events so it's like the section where that we have the conversations and there's always a big section of time that's left for networking whether that's divided up between the speakers or just left to the end and the beginning so everyone gets a chance to conversate basically and go and speak to the professionals yeah
0: and Dubai is the best for that I feel like even us doing our podcast it's like the people we've met we wouldn't have met you without oh, I'm sure we would have come across women in five but it was like it just
1: opens so many doors yeah. and you never know who you're going to meet.
0: Yeah, exactly that.
1: And I say it on every episode, we literally walk out of, once we've done a recording, you walk out and you feel like empowered or just, wow, that was just yeah. amazing. Do you know what I mean? Or like you've had a therapy session or something. It's so nice meeting new people. And you've obviously met so many, so mm-hmm. many people.
0: <laughs> so many people. I bet you like seeing. them like, oh my God, what's their name? What's their name? Yeah. <laughs> but what's your... Do you have, like, a, not a favourite person, and but your favourite kind of, you had so many people come up to you and say, you know, this done. woman who five has done this for me. Like, is there any particular story? The thing is, there's a few stories. For me, I feel like I don't have a favourite story because we get
2: that all the time. Yeah, we do. Like, The only thing I can say is before each event, we stress so much because there's so much to do and there's just the two of us doing it. So we literally, sometimes there's times where I'm like, is it worth it? For us, we, put, we both work full-time jobs. Yeah. To, and we're both assisted. It's, it's I've got, what, well, I'm on my third job now since started, <laughs> Women Who Thrive. So, like, I've had to transition through different career paths as well whilst trying to juggle Women Who Thrive. So, for us, sometimes it's like we put our own time, our own money, and our energy into this, and we're just like, fuck this sometimes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so tiring. But then like Sue said we have so many people come to us like oh because of this we've started this and we're doing that and I'm like it's just that's your petrol that yeah it just goes away do you know what I mean I'm like that is all so well even sometimes like the a month later you see two business collaborating with each other and we know that you, you met. met at our event and that it's like that keeps, it's Every, it's not it's not a story. It's every scenario, every person that comes up to us after an event. Every time we see people make connections of friends, that keeps us going, and yeah. that's that just gives us that wholeness feel. Like, yeah, this is our purpose. Like, and I think you know, if I would say that they've quit their jobs to follow their yeah, past, people have started businesses. Like, people just building friendships and like we said, making connections is is our thing. So it's like, yeah, when we see that actually happening we're
1: like
2: yes yeah it's, it's done we've done this is exactly it you know like, yeah. this is exactly what we wanted um so yes yeah, everything. everything it's everything it's, yeah, it's every time we see that one connection made regardless of how big or how small it is one person who comes up to us and says this is what i needed thank you so much yeah. i think so please tell us guys yeah <laughs> it keeps us going it, Honestly, it really keeps us going
1: it really pushes through those stressful stressful days you know so I think we could talk about women who thrive forever but I want to get to know you girls personally like the powerhouses behind women right so Achasha when did you move to Dubai why did you move here I moved just over
2: six years ago and I moved because I wanted to live in the sun I went traveling uh after uni and stuff, like for a few months and all like, that, I love exploring new places. I hate carrying a backpack and washing my underwear in a sink. So, um, I was just like, I need to move. And one of my friends at the time, we she wanted to move too, and um, she had just become a teacher. So it's hard to get a a, a a job as a newly qualified teacher. So I was like, just find a job anyway. I actually wanted to move to Singapore because I loved it there. Um, but she found a job here, so I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just found a job, and I've been muddling my way through different jobs ever since <laughs> talking my way in and uh
1: talking hey. my way out <laughs> <laughs> I'd do like get out for the weekend <laughs> obviously if you've ever got time um <laughs> I went to the beach yesterday that was really nice Isn't a day in the sun get some vitamin
2: d um but just like uh, I like to work out so when I'm like getting back into it go things like rock climbing we like going for hikes and like getting out there don't get me wrong like, I've had my first day fair stage of like partying hard and drinking a lot but I feel like I'm kind of over that now Mm. I like um just being I like to be active I'm always seeing people I've been here six years I've got lots of friends so balancing basically two full-time jobs and being sociable you know I'm socialized I like the biggest socialite Ooh, it's yeah. different. But she's always got like she's really good she's she's always got like a breakfast date a lunch date yeah. a dinner date and then somehow fits in everything else in between she's amazing
1: you sound like me you can't say no and you just want to see, see everyone. everyone but I'm starting to say oh, how i you finding I can't that saying no uh, empowering
2: I'm, I, I'm unapologetic now. I will say no. I'm just that. It's my favorite word of 2023, unapologetic.
0: I think when you enter into your 30s or into your 30s leading up, that's when you learn that. Yeah. Because I was just that's like, when I was like,
2: yes, 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 all the time. And I'm stressing myself out. I, I've felt like my, my cup would be empty and I'm still giving my cup away. So now I'm at the point in the last few years, really, that I've just been learning to fill my cup up and then. I will give where I can, rather than giving because oh, this person needs help and I could help them, but then I'm helping you at detriment to myself. So for me, that's what like I've been working on. That's a
1: good lesson to learn. And they do say being in your thirties is one of the best years of your lives because you because you know you as a person. Yeah, I see. Everyone
2: says this, but I have to disagree. Yeah. So I've like okay. So my thirties for me, I don't know. My twenties were amazing. My thirties were a struggle. My four, i've just i've been 40 now for how many months? Three, months three months and it's been the best three months i've had in so long like 40s for me so far has been absolutely amazing so 30s i think for me i think why what it was why it was difficult and i know they say thirties meant to be best but there's so much pressure in having to be at a certain level in your life before you turn 40 like by 30 you should be married by 30 you should be on your way to owning your ha- own house or be somewhere within your career and there's it's like
0: there's you, children if you children, wanted children like, and
2: yeah there's so much press. so when you turn 30 it for me it was like and I think I, I moved to Dubai in like my early 30s so it was like it's too late to be moving to Dubai and starting fresh and starting again you should be su- you should be here in your career and you should be settling down and you should be this and it's like that rat race of trying to keep up with what so there's th- the world, pressure. of the, world the, the pressures of the world expect that you should be within your 30s and I suppose for me I let that get to me a lot maybe and I think a lot of people do um 100%. and yeah I think you've let it go now I've let, oh my god when I turned 40 I was like why was I stressing why what why was I stressing so much to have to be at a certain level or certain point or like I was failing at life but it it, sometimes it and it did before turning 40 I really was having like a bit of a crisis like I failed because I'm not married I don't have children um and that's what society expects from you. you have to be married by a certain age you have to have kids by a certain age and that for me was really hard and now that I'm 40 I'm like I'm a boss. (laughs) I'm I'm amazing. I'm I'm living my own life. I'm living my own life. Like I've And your best life. I've bought, I've left almost a day over 30. So So, yeah, if I'm like, I've bought, I've sold, I've traveled, I'm I've got my own place.
1: Like I'm doing me and I'm taking care of my family. And you're so successful in different elements. Exactly. Whatever your priority is and whatever you need, whether that's having children or getting married or the or I don't know focusing on business or networking you are successful in different ways and people and society don't doesn't sometimes think like that they always ask the same questions like oh have you got a partner oh when are you having a baby I just got married oh when are you having another baby (laughs) the amount of questions I get like when are you having children I just think leave me be
0: yeah (laughs) as soon as someone
2: finds out how old I am and they're like oh so you like partner I'm like no oh so you don't want kids why is that? is that the first thing that anyone. that's the first thing I get. Oh, so you don't want children then? Well, I didn't say that. Yeah. Like, that never, and also, how intrusive. I know. <laughs> I know. But no, I don't want children, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's just, yeah, it, it's hard because me. that's a society thing where people, like, they don't know what else to say. It's like, you just turn into a sheep and they're just saying mm. the generic thing that rolls off the tongue. It's like, just take a moment, take a breath and just talk about something else you know
1: society is getting a little bit more better
2: than what it used to be but that's because what people like us and people like yourselves are opening the door to more conversations Mm. that need to be had so um there's something that i'm going through so i'm going through egg freezing and in the last few years i've seen so many people talk more about it and raise more awareness about it Mm -hmm. five six years ago seven years ago you wouldn't really hear about it
1: and freezing eggs is an interesting one because I think that's definitely something that's just started being spoken about a lot yeah, more. Yeah, Exactly. Because people think, oh, when do I freeze my eggs? Like, should I freeze my eggs? What age do you do it? Where do you do it? And things like that. Like I don't know. You made me think about it. I'm like, should I, Absolutely. Because I've learned so much you light, about it. You light a spark
2: by like talking about it more. Yeah. yeah. And if for anyone who's listening to this, if you're in your 30s, there is nothing wrong with thinking about getting your eggs freezing and you should be at the age age of 30 (laughs) (laughs) at the age of 30 if you're 29 30 31 and you want to have children but you're not ready just yet go and get your eggs frozen that is the perfect age to do it do not wait and do not think oh you've got like you have got time but don't think that you have to wait until you're close to 40 to have this conversation and start looking into it the best time to do it is in your 30s when you're still yep well i'm still young, but. You know what I mean. But yeah. yeah, I think there's this whole connotation that our oh, egg freezing, oh my God, no, I, I'm still young. I've got time and we have to put time. But, but just put yourself, precaution. you always in life, you should always put yourself in the best position you can be to want to do something. Mm-hmm. And with egg freezing. I so you know, you ask, how what for my birthday? You want egg freezing? <laughs> <laughs> Slip that one in.
1: <laughs> Come around with your freezer, babe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no but honestly like if i would, if that the position i'm in now i would yeah that would be something that if my friends did that it's beautiful because it, it's needed so that's the one thing i can tell ladies go and get it checked out if you want to have kids don't worry about how old you are get it done it's the best thing possible to put yourself in that position but yeah so basically me turning 40 like i've had such a feel like this light just shone up it really did like the day i turned 40 they say that because they also say life begins at 40 that was the thing a few years ago now it's 30 but it's not it's 40 and i am can vouch for it turning 40 the day i turned I 40 you. i was just like i know myself like for the first time i was like i know myself i'm confident within myself i'm happy like i don't know what it was but it literally i woke up and i was like hey life how are you doing and it's just, ever since then, I'm, every day has been amazing. Like, there's been stresses, but every day has been amazing.
0: That's amazing. So I have to ask, what's the plan for the future of Women Who Thrive? That's
2: <sighs> of start, you know.
0: Because I, I did briefly say to you girls, I was like, you have endless opportunities. I'm like,
2: this is the thing. And I think sometimes that's kind of overwhelming because then we get like, we should do this and we should do that and then we start doing this and then we go and start doing that and it's like just take a breath <laughs> I think the main two factors I think one main thing I'm not going to go too much into it but I think the one uh passion that brought Achasa and I together is that we are very passionate about the next generation mm-hmm. um we both in the UK and Achasa in Dubai have worked with young people in different environments um and we're very passionate about the next generation so I like, who thrive sorry go on Yeah, I was just going to say in terms of helping them holistically, like all round. I worked in teaching for a long time and it literally destroyed my soul, didn't it? Yeah. But I liked being with the kids. It's just the other stuff. So we want to take the other stuff, like the, what's the word? Um, Not just social, but... Away from the educational stuff, let the schools deal with that, but we want to help them in another way to help them feel that power right. in themselves, yeah, like sugar sugar's feeling empowered at 40. I'm sugar soup the way yeah. 20, 20, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm feeling empowered at 28, 29 like I feel like and we want them to feel empowered from a young age and feel like they can walk in their path from a young age. so yeah, and just making sure that you know we all say it, we've all be, we've all gone to school and we've said, you know. School doesn't prepare us for life. No. There's so much more out there that we need to know. And I think, so that's something, it's, 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 there's life lessons. And I think, um, especially in this day and age with social media and what, like I said to my friend the other day, I am so glad I was like, I was born in the 80s and that I went to school in the 90s with no social media. I don't think I could hack being a teenager in today's world, honestly. I Even in the hack. early 20s, they, Yeah, those guys are just... It's wild. The edited pictures, they meet people in real life, and it's It's all crazy versus reality. Exactly, constantly. Constantly. So something that we will go into, so um, something we will grow into, is helping the next generation of women and young women, and that's something that we've started working on. So that is yet Mm -hmm. to come. Um, And then also, it's just keep building on women who thrive. We have got um, we launched last year, and we did another one this year speed friending um so we want to grow that as one of dubai's largest networking events um think yeah, for all women for all women think speed dating but speed friending so it's exactly the same concept but come and meet women who you might and it's just to- a quick conversation yeah you might have a future birthday, you might have a future um business partner you might meet, to meet your husband at friends, who knows? Yeah. I, really I do want to do know. this event,
1: but I'm away, so can, <laughs> we, we, can, we, can we get, get another, another one of this? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's usually a monthly event. It's oh, yeah. okay. So, so yeah. we
2: started it last year on February the 14th, Um, obviously for Galentine's. It was amazing, so we did it again February 14th this year and then carried on, so it's a monthly event, so everyone can come, meet someone, and it's literally, I know it can feel kind of overwhelming like if you feel like Sue and you don't want to be having all these conversations, but in the same breath, it's like, what is it four, two, four, five, four 4 minutes or something it's like 2 minute conversations with each quit. person quick and we do this thing where we get everyone to kind of write down before they, before you talk before you talk the first impression of the person that you've got or the first thing that you notice about them i was going to
0: ask what is good conversation starters what you, what pizza topping
1: do you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm I always think if I was to ever date again, not hopefully not. Sorry to my husband. But I always think like what my cat would be like. So because I've never, you know, like so I would feel like think. I
2: think, think it just depends what you're interested in. It's probably what's on the top of your mind. Like if you're thinking about changing careers, you're going to be really interested in what the other person's career is. If you are lacking in your friendships, like someone who's active, or do you like to go for hikes, or do you like to go for cycling? So it all depends on what you're interested in. The point is to come and make a connection for you. So you need to be talking about whatever you like you know it's a it's a it's kind of it's a time to be open-minded but also selfish because you're there to find a connection for you not
0: absolutely my mom did say to me growing up she went with conversations and meet new people she went don't ever ask what people do and she went it doesn't matter what they, they do, do. Yeah. it's yeah. who they are yeah. true. and I was like that always stuck with me like I never kind of and it steers the conversation completely like in a different direction because if you ask someone what they do it comes across so selfish as in like what can I get out of you or am I only going to befriend you because you're a banker but you could be you know someone who's like works say for instance like seven hours a week like sleeping like sweeping the streets doesn't matter but you're a good person yeah exactly so it changes it It doesn't define you doesn't define you it doesn't
2: define you 100% So at the event, what you were saying, yeah. So when you sit down, you have sticky notes on all the tables, and you write down one thing that you see visually about the other person. Then you have your two minute conversation. You write down something nice about their personality. Okay. So everyone gets to leave with a bank of beautiful things written about them. So everyone has terrible days, and everyone has a bad hair day or feels a bit fat that day or whatever. Or just feels crappy within themselves, so they have all of these nice notes that they can read about themselves that other people have seen and taken from them. You know, I had to I had to be a filler in for like the, our event last year when we did it last year um, because someone dropped out, you and she pushed me it. to do it, <laughs> obviously out of my comfort zone completely. But it was like such a beauty, and it was such a beautiful experience. Like I was smiling at the end of it, and I've still got all the post its on my mirror in my bedroom. So every day I wake up. I've got all these beautiful things that have said, been said about me um, and you just think back to the, all the amazing people that you met and it's really nice. But yeah, we want to make sure that this is something that we continue to grow and welcome women of all different path ages to come in, have some fun, have a drink, meet new people and that's it. Like we said, there's 10 years difference between us and you wouldn't know, you know, like because... You can literally learn from anyone and you can make connections with anyone no matter how young old background Absolutely so that's what we want to encourage and we're in this we're in this space it's funny because I have a lot of english friends here i'm not going to lie <laughs> so you come to a place which is very multicultural so it's like bringing all those cultures together so that we can learn off each other rather than just
0: that's why we came here absolutely i see now i have to ask you ladies what is your empowerment story individually in yourself, how have you felt empowered or even empowered someone else? What's really resonated with you or an achievement of yours? You've had many.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. that's the thing. There's many to choose from. What's our empowerment story? Go on, you go. I feel like I'm quite good at empowering other people to like walk in their purpose or like being motivational and supportive. And I feel like. I'm trying to use that element of my personality that I use really well for other people to then now use on myself so that's like something I'm learning to do if that makes sense so I feel like I have the power Mm. and I'm giving it out but now I'm trying to like not retract or withdraw because I still give but give to myself a bit more. Finding that balance. Yeah so walking my path you know what I want to be doing if that makes sense. I think for me if you were to we haven't got long enough now but if you were to sit down (laughs) and go through my story um I've kind of had a rags to riches kind of lifestyle story like born into wealth lost it all lived in a uh, went from living in one of the most expensive areas in the in London to living in one of the worst areas in a studio flat with my family um I've been bullied um I've found it hard to make connections and find myself and I've became a breadwinner of the family at the age of 15 so I've lived in a like and I've seen I feel two sides of life and I feel through that through my experience and through what I've lived and how hard it's been and the blessings that I've still had I find it easy to empathize with other people I feel it's easy to Feel people's emotions and kind of see a light for them at the end of the tunnel and through that I'm able to kind of help people see that light as well if that makes sense um I very much put and do for people a lot more than I do for myself and I get I'm one of those people that I get satisfaction and I get my happiness from seeing other people find their happiness um, and that's, I suppose, my empowerment story that I use the struggles and the life that I've lived and the story that I'm still writing to help others write their story and see the happiness through it, and that you can survive and get through it.
1: I love that, yeah. I, love that. I really want to ask you so many <laughs> questions.. Um,
2: I was like, I really want to, I feel like you need to write a book. I literally was going to say the same. Yeah, a couple of my friends, like, yeah, it's, I, the, when I look back, I just feel like, was that this lifetime? Am I thinking of a different lifetime? But yeah, I suppose four years is a long time. So, um, and yeah, I've grown up in, su- I've just had so many experiences and been in positions that only God has got me through and blessed me with. and some of them at the time I thought were just the most and they were horrible situations and I wouldn't put them on anyone but they've made me the person I am now and I say to a lot of my friends know from back home when my friends were out go at going to university and I wanted to go to university but I couldn't because I had a family to support and when they were going to Iyanapa and Ibiza at the age of 18 19 and I couldn't because I was holding down a job and trying to pay for the family way like those were the hardest times of life but they made me who I I was in my 20s and and the sacrifices made me who I am and I can look back now and I don't have any resentment towards
1: it. By the way, I don't think it was God. I think it was you that made, it was you that made, you know, yeah, Yeah. you you, who you are and (laughs) thank you've you done that yourself. Thank you. That's so special. Thank you. (laughs) What's yours, Annie? Um, Good question. I think similar to Sue, like I definitely get empowerment Um helping people and seeing other people happy but I think sometimes you look back and you realize like how far you've come what you've achieved and then you have to sometimes sit and be like I've I'm empowering my life and what I've done as well yeah um, so and how to reflect and be like too many work Often, yeah yeah and I always am so hard on myself thinking every day I've got to do like be productive every day I've got to help someone I got um, this journal from my husband at Christmas and it's literally like you basically write down every day like who you want to help that day um, and also like what someone can do to help you and things like that anyway it's really it's a really amazing journal and I sit there sometimes and you think every day I could I can write someone but then I do sit back and think like what do I need like who can help me? Um, Anyway, so like going off in a tandem, but that's that's just... I I suppose you kind of feel empowered through so many different ways and I think it can just be a smile in the street or someone saying something nice to you. That's why I think this... Oh my God, holding the door. (laughs)
2: Earlier, I was leaving my apartment to come in and I just watched the security guard, watch this cleaner struggling with a massive bag trying to get out the door and I was just like, held the door open for her and the smile on her face was like, thank you, man. And I was just like, who's the security guard? And I just thought... My trip to the U.K. just I was in the U.K. over Christmas for the last eight weeks. Um, the U.K., as we all know, we're all from the U.K., is going through probably one of the worst times it can for a very long time. Anyway, Dubai, not only does the sun shine, but people do smile and say, hello, We're all so much more open and friendlier when we're, at, when we're in Dubai. And I noticed so much more in the U.K. that people don't look up to look at you when walking past when you're walking down the street. People don't smile as much. And I made it a thing at during Christmas and the New Year to start smiling and like saying hello to people as I walked. People looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> but I made a, a, I well, made a for point you, of it. A change. T- yeah, because I was like in Dubai, you look at people and smile. You just smile. We just do. Yeah. We just like walk along the beach and you just look at someone. You're like, and then that's it. And but in the UK, you don't. And I made an effort to just look at people and smile and say hello, even to the. Um, ticket man who's giving me a ticket on my car I still smiled oh wow <laughs> you're a different breed I know. I still smiled and said hello and it was like you know, I just wanted to make and it's such a difference like an example and it's such a great example like just to smile and just to say hello to that person as you don't know what a day they've had and what they're going through and that one and it's that saying that one smile or that one hello might make them feel seen and a bit happier yeah, it actually mean. changes people's days you know some people don't get smiled at at all. No. That's actually so sad. Yeah. How do you tell us your yes. empowerment story? Yes.
0: I would say, I can relate to all of you, but I think with me, your empowerment comes literally from you. Like, if you want to change something in your life, you have to do it. I, well, this year, I went self-employed and I launched my own business. Um, that we're and currently it, recording in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is it. This is the
0: studio. I found my
2: wedding dress in this store. I don't have a husband if you're out there. I have my you dress are. ready.
1: <laughs> She's scared of so many men then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> look, if you're scared from that one comment, you're not my husband. So there you go. She looks stunning
1: there.
0: The dress looks stunning. Um, so I think looking back at that is you can empower each other, but you have to take responsibility in changing your own life. Like no one is going to do it for you. Like no one built my business. And that was a huge lesson for me. Like if you can, you can inspire people and you can kind of give them so much help. But If they don't want to change, you have to really think about what you want and what you need to change in your life. And I feel like I've done it this
1: year done well, well right done. February, babe. you can yes. go to sleep now <laughs> 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 don't sleep uh, and one question we ask all our guests that are on the show is, is what advice would you give to your younger self so i feel like we'll start with you oh my god <laughs> um keep
2: going keep pushing don't let that. don't let the bad experiences stop you from wanting to experience life and keep learning That's 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 a good one. (laughs) Thank
1: (laughs) you. (laughs) Everything's
2: a competition. Um I would say stepping into your power and your purpose, like just to be unapologetic from a younger age and really go out for what you want straight away will make such a change to your life, you know? Um yeah. If I started doing that from earlier my life would be a bit different now <laughs> in a good way but you know we all learn mm. cheers
1: well thank you thank you for, thank you for having me find out all about you Watch your socials
2: um oh women <laughs> uh, on instagram it's thrive. So you can find you can see everything there. You have links to our website there. You'll have links to all of our events. You can see all of the pictures um, from lots of different events. We've got our biggest event, the Gala, the Women Who Thrive Gala, which in a few days uh, on International Women's Day, where we're celebrating women um, who've been picked by the public and the community. So if you are, um, I don't think there's tickets left, but... If you want, you can have a look at the pictures and look at the videos and join next yeah. year. So, yes.
1: Well, thank you, ladies. We could literally speak to you all day. <laughs> um, we had some really great conversations about how what Women Who Thrive do, empowerment, freezing eggs, everyone's lives, all the advice that we can give our younger selves. It's been such a pleasure. Where can we find you on your socials? Women who thrive on instagram on instagram amazing thank you to our website and everything else perfect and for our listeners um our social media is the underscore pod xb on instagram tiktok and the people of dubai on our youtube channel thank you and stay tuned for our next episode